Well, hello and welcome back, fellow riders on Bus Talk, a podcast about work-life issues which crowd our minds each day. Myth-busting into reality, we share some tips and tricks to better your work-life balance, or the lack thereof. Simply put, it's a straight talk to help you cope well with various situations without having to reinvent the wheel. And yes, there is a lot of traffic So it does take time. We go slow, steady and at our own pace. If this is what piques your interest, you're on the right bus. So sit back, turn up the volume and enjoy the ride. I'm your host GB and you're listening to Bus Talk. Today is Teacher's Day for those who care. Well, in my formative years, I rarely identified with a teacher, which is why I don't have a favorite one. For me, they came, they taught, and they went. Nobody really left an impression, which is not to assume that all of them were bad, they were just doing a job. The problem could well be with my mind. So when I think of teachers, I often ask my friends, when was the last time you called your teacher and thanked them and not waited for September 5, if you know what I mean, saying, hey, teacher, thank you for teaching me this life lesson, which lasted not just a lifetime, but gave me these successes. Why do we wait for a teacher's day? So when I see a huge celebration of teacher's day, I often wonder who are those people who celebrate the teachers? I'm guessing these are those people whose lives changed basis what they were taught. Or were they those people who learned everything from the teachers at school more than what they learned from their teachers at home? Or were they just merely living up to a social trend? And it's become customary if your Facebook birthday reminders, and if your name is not listed in the birthday section of Facebook, chances are nobody will remember your birthday. So if schools never celebrated Teacher's Day each year, would it still be such a big deal? Would it? Would students still call the teachers? And I'm guessing there would be, to be fair. There are maybe a 5 or 10% chance that there are those set of students who are in touch with their teachers. But can you say that for all the students who have graduated, who have passed the schools under these teachers? Chances are unlikely. In today's ride, we must talk about the impact of teachers in our lives education versus learning, and what or who teaches you the lessons which last a lifetime. I will talk about three scenarios where the impact of a teacher worked in very different ways. And I leave it to your sound judgment to think through all the experiences that you've had and how you'd want them to be different in the future. And so let's dive into scenario one, the job interviews. Now, I've been through thousands of interviewing sessions in my career, owing to the fact that I've been a people manager for more than 17, 18 years, that I see a common trend as a potential hiring manager, I'm able to identify the difference between those candidates who learned their lessons versus those who memorized them. 
those who truly learned and understood the course they studied were able to better explain the solutions in not just one way but multiple ways owing to the thought clarity they brought to the table and this thought clarity stemmed from the clarity of concept which was taught to them by very smart and good teachers it could have been the teacher's ability or the student's ability but the net outcome was that these set of people understood the concept very clearly and therefore when sitting across the aisle in an interview they were able to be very clear succinct about their thought processes and made a very big impression now on the other side the set of people who learnt their lesson basis their memory power struggle to answer questions when we rephrase them or we position a question they were perhaps not expecting the set of people who learnt their lessons owing to the rote system of education failed to make the cut they did not have the same impact on us as a hiring team or to me as a hiring manager but that's not the fun part here's the fun part both of them got hired that's the reality of life there are budgetary pressures to hire people and therefore you get hired because academically they make the cut and so you get them into the system but the difference was one of them landed a career and the other one a job scenario 2 the class of 50 the impact of my teachers or the lack of it was largely because each class had 50 or more students i was the proverbial introvert with a fleeting mind often flying out of the window as it were the teachers did their job like clockwork and went about their daily classes while i sat quietly and stared at the board blankly so each day i'd be quiet and gaze at them but their words seldom hit my ears until of course a flying chalk or a scale hit the palm yes it was common occurrence at the time for teachers to hit students the hitting made me stubborn and shut me off instead of learning the lesson but what hurt me more was when my friends were hit in the class the visual of seeing your schoolmate your classmate your fellow seatmate as it were being hit insulted or humiliated did not augur well for an impressionable mind like mine and so some of the arguably best teachers for some students did not get into my book of respect list i know some would say that that's like putting a blame on someone else for your incompetency playing the victim card when a, when as a student you could have done what the others did cope with it become strong and deliver against all odds are they not life skills is that not what you're doing today so that being true then what stops a teacher from drawing the same analogy can they not adopt the same escape route which says what else could we have done 
in a class of 50 students and a huge syllabus to complete, we have to do our job. If there are times when we go through the motions and that's what it is, and it is impossible for us to focus on one individual. We create platforms for the students to come up and ask questions. And if they don't, well, in some sense, it's their problem, not ours. And there's always those, there is a bell curve as is in the case of life. There will be some good students, mostly average in the middle and some laggards in towards the end. So what's the big deal? To that, I'd say a teacher's role is to shape a mind, even if it is a wandering one. A teacher's role is to spot the quiet ones. The teacher's role is to find time when there is none. A teacher's role is to highlight, identify the diversity in the class that people might think differently. They come from different backgrounds. And what better example of diversity than the country that we live in? 28 states, 22 languages, 250 dialects. Of course, there is diversity. And so the question is, are the teachers cognizant of the diversity of mind in front of them. What are they doing to be more inclusive, be more patient? What are the school owners or the business owners or the trustees doing to ensure that there are better student to teacher ratios? In the absence of which, you will churn out a lot of academically brilliant people, but very few learners, very few thinkers, very few problem solvers, very few empathetic, patient students, which go on to shape the future of our society. I think the larger question is, does our education system permit such an environment? My guess is as good as yours. Situation three, the parent quotient PQ, as I'd like to call it. I often wonder the impact of parents on the education system. Would our education system be the way it is if our parents didn't force us to be the way we eventually turned out? Now, let me simplify that for you. India is home to the largest middle class in the world and there's nothing wrong when a family is trying to rise above a particular socioeconomic strata to the next layer. The trouble starts when some of such parents start to believe that if their child becomes an engineer or a doctor or an MBA, then they would get better paid jobs. And so the entire focus is to earn more money instead of learning and developing skills to solve problems and therefore make money as the byproduct. In this crowded space, that thought is often lost and forgotten and people like herds, like an assembly line, race to get as close to 100%. You know, it's not surprising there are colleges which have cutoffs at 99%. I mean, like seriously. And so I often think, are some parents being unreasonable with their children's future, forcing them into a particular direction that it's this way or the highway? Now, one can often argue, what will a child know? They are not yet matured enough. They don't know what they don't know. And so it's incumbent upon us as parents, as responsible parents, to give them a sense of direction. 
The question is, are you equipped to do that? What is the worldview that one has? The question I ask the parents is, are you equipped and mature and to understand what society is going to look like in 10 years or in 15 years time? Instead, what you're doing is you're basing your thought processes on what society looked in the past 15 years or at best what is happening now at the current state of the union. And therefore, most parents goad their children and many times despite their core ability to do something else, the guy perhaps is good at drawing sketches and could have become a great advertising executive or a standalone artist or a painter but the parents give that as priority two or three and sometimes even eliminate that that aspect of their mindset and redirect them towards well this is a surefire return of investment we are going to invest time energy money for you to earn more money and so you see how this cycle works and therefore it's not my say that most leaders across the length and breadth of the country are united in the opinion that 90% of the engineers that are produced in India are nearly unemployable. They are engineers, they're eligible, they're not really employable. There is a gap in their skill sets. And it's very evident in the interview cycles as well. You know, I see those set of students who, when I ask them, why do you want to join this organization? They say, for better branding, for earning more money. So why did you do engineering? For I want to make a, I want to earn more money, travel abroad and what have you. Nobody really gave me the answer saying, look, there is a business problem which I think I can solve with the knowledge that I bring to the table. Now, is that too ideal? Is it too much to ask? And if it is, that's something for us to think, isn't it? So if you as a parent are predetermined about where your child should be, instead of being open about it, are you doing justice to the education system? And if the education system therefore works in a particular way or fashion, then why are we even complaining about the way it works? Everybody is happy, right? Both the parties are happy. What's the problem? You know, the problem is that the end result is often very different from what you had planned or thought to be. There's a very good book for reference which says, what got you here will not get you there. And so friends, for me, while I don't have fond memories for most of my teachers, and I don't blame them either, it was my mind which needed time to think why I was doing what I was doing and to understand why it ticked the way it did. And I'm grateful that I thought I got an environment to think that way because it taught me to think and question everything. And as it turns out, it's the only way to move forward and learn. Happy Teacher's Day to everybody. Well, that's all for now. I hope you had a good time listening as much as I had sharing these thoughts. And if you did, do tune in to the other episodes of Bus Talk. Yes, you could share them on Facebook or Twitter, and with especially those who might appreciate similar content. And if you need to talk to me or reach out to me, you can use the Twitter handle, hashtag Gyanban, spelled as G-Y-A-N-B-A-N, one word, or email me on gyanban at gmail.com again spelt as g-y-a-n-b-a-n-n be sure to tune in next week there is a fascinating episode coming up for you till we meet again stay safe be well and bring your a-game to work ciao